Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. And it's caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. The game is over. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions. How about those Chiefs? Welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Corner here with Dale and Andrew. Man, we are recapping the Jaguars game today. Man, we're also going to hit up Mahomes' new contract extension, a restructuring, as well as revisit the Chris Jones situation. So lots going on in Chiefs Kingdom here, Dale. Yeah. Yes, a ton. And uh, never a doubt with our wide receivers, right? Never <laughs> a so, doubt that uh, our wide receivers would have figured it out. Well, I, okay. <laughs> We're priced on opposite <laughs> camp, saver. That's okay. So, but yeah, let's jump to this Jaguars game to start with. So first off, I mean, hats off to the defense. Uh, is this oh, defense man. for real? I think we, we were texting during the game and we're like, the defense is for real. Uh, and with having Chris Jones in there, uh, 50% of the snaps, like we just, like we both said uh, in the previous podcast, uh, that he'd probably have. And, man, he got to the quarterback a couple times, uh, twice, I think, sacked, and then definitely pressured and deflected a ball. And so he, was, he made a huge difference. Uh, made look like, um, what's his name, uh, the Prince, uh, yeah, Lawrence, Trevor not, Lawrence. Uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, not comfortable back there. And so that was fantastic. Trevor Lawrence looked like he had an off day, uh, yeah. to be honest with you. And so yeah. I think a, high, a huge part of that was that defense. Yeah, I mean, who needs training camp, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but we are so glad to have Chris Jones back. Uh, even for all the talk about his contract for or against either way, I mean, no matter where you fall on that, you got to be glad to have Chris Jones back. Yeah, yeah, either way. Uh, and, I mean, there was a lot of haters out there uh, uh, talking about how Chris Jones let him go, sign him. I know we threw out a couple polls out on the uh, X. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and yeah. so – And, and, the, and the opinions of that changed weekly just about. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people are like, let him walk, let him walk. And I'm like, man, he's too good. And so, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad he's back. So, Yeah. Yeah, so and we can hit more of that here in a second. But yeah, so jumping into this Jaguars game, uh man, another slow start for the offense. I mean, yeah. it just seems like they are trying to force things and trying to they're just not on the same page here. And so they're trying to get things going, they're trying to get that momentum and that uh yeah. that swagger going again, and they're just fa- failing to find it at this point. Yeah, they definitely and I think a little huge part of that was uh, them forcing, uh, not they, but maybe Mahomes forcing uh, some plays to uh, some balls to some players, and then just starting behind the sticks with penalties. I mean, I can't yeah. remember the last time the Chiefs had that many penalties. Uh, maybe I go back to uh, Marty Schottenheimer's days or Gunther Cunningham days, where they would just have they would just make stupid mistakes. But I looked, I looked it up. I looked it up yesterday. I think the Chiefs average. 4.6 penalties a game last year. Yeah. And and last, yesterday. They had 12 they had, yesterday. Yeah, for almost 100 yards. Yeah. So, yeah, the Chiefs had 12 penalties and three turnovers, an interception and two fumbles, including a fumble on a punt return. So, <laughs> man, I'll say it, it just seems like the Chiefs can't get away from those fumbles on punt returns. Last year no. is Sky Moore, now is Richie James and – uh, and I understand that the sun is in his eyes, but here's the thing. If you can't see it, just get out of the way. Yeah. Don't don't even yeah, try yeah. to catch it if you can't see the ball. Right. So, yeah, they 
they can't get around that. But I'll tell you this with a, with that being said, there's times that the defense got put in a bad spot there, you know, on that fumble recovery. Then they got put in another bad spot, you know, on a penalty where they then had the Jaguars had first and goal from the one yard line. And I, yeah. I just kind of said, well, okay, well, they're going to get in here because it's hard to get any NFL right. team stopped from there. And the only way you can stop them is if they run backwards and you tackle them. And sure enough, they did it and they got Trevor Lawrence behind the line scrimmage running backwards. And so, Chiefs defense, I mean, shout out to them, right? Nine points, yes. all field goals, held Jaguars for zero for three in the red zone. I mean, that is some incredible numbers, especially be, being put in the tough situations that they were in. So they also had four sacks, four tackles for loss, six passes defense, and seven quarterback hits. So it's uh, that's <laughs> – that, that's some good numbers for your defense right there. Yes. Yeah, that's some great numbers. And, like, a quality opponent, uh, for sure. And yeah. So, not to – I mean, the Jaguars beat the Colts uh, pretty handily last week, and then they were in the uh, divisional round uh, against the Chiefs. And so, to beat a team, like, you know, three times in a row is pretty good. Uh, I mean, I know the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals beat us three times in a row. Uh, and so, yeah. Yeah, so – and. And I'll add this too is everybody's talking about how the Jaguars are now or should be on the level with the Chiefs and with talk right. with, you know, Bills <laughs> or Bengals or whoever you want to put in that category. Yeah. And I'll tell you this if a team gives you three turnovers and 12 penalties, uh, you should be able to win that game. Well, I mean, just I, for the fact of if I were to tell you before the game, hey, the Chiefs are going to have 12 penalties, uh, equaling 90 something yards. And then have three turnovers. Do they win? What would you say? Especially if you tell me those turnovers <laughs> are uh, on your own side of the field. You know, yeah. so just I'd be like, well, they probably did not win that game. Yeah, right. but that's what I'm saying. Is you know, the Jaguars. No disrespect to them, they're a great team, but I don't think they've quite arrived to the place yet that people are trying to put them. Right. They're missing. They're missing some players still, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then you know, it just seemed like a. You know our new right tackle here, who's the highest paid oh. guy on our on our oh. offensive line. I oh. mean, yeah. there's a lot I want to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll try not to say too much about because, man, oh, uh, I think man. he's going to be a great player. I I do, and I think he's going to help the Chiefs out a lot. But I think both our tackles, both him and Donovan Smith, uh, the new guys on the line, I think they're right now still trying to find their groove with Patrick Mahomes because yeah. he plays differently than every other quarterback. He extends plays longer than any other quarterback. And right. so it's a different way to play the game and block uh man for that long a period of time. And so they're yeah they're trying although shout to Donovan Smith he caught a pass yesterday. So it didn't count but he caught one. <laughs> he just so, stood there too. That was yeah, awesome. Well, he says, you can't like, advance the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, why try to put any effort into this and get blown up more than I have to because right. it's coming back. So, yeah. but yeah, that was pretty funny. So, uh, but yeah, but uh, Taylor, right, our new right, right. tackle here, uh, there's a lot of talk about him between their first game and this last game we played yesterday yeah. about him false starting or not lining up on the line of scrimmage. And so there's even NFL notice put out with not just him, but several uh, yeah. linemen who weren't lining up, you know, properly. And so he was one of the examples used by the NFL. And so knowing that going into the game, you would think that you would uh, maybe be thinking about that a little bit more. But yeah, instead yeah, he it. played the, 
the game the same way he's always played. And you know, once again, I'm not trying to drag him, you know, through the mud right. or anything, but you know, you got to be aware of that, those things, especially when the NFL uses you as an example of what not to do. Right. And I mean, I, I loved his uh, press conference in the locker room the other day when like, he's like, Hey, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm uh, head and shoulders above other people. I'm pl- I'm moving when the ball moves. And it's like, well, <laughs> you're moving pretty early <laughs> in the ball, you know. So yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, he'll figure it out. I mean, Andy Reid talked yeah. about it. They they just needed. Uh, I mean, he came out of the game for a couple snaps uh, there just to like you know reset and be like, okay, calm down. You got it because I don't know how many false starts or. Uh, yeah, there's, there was two plays in a row where we had holding penalties on back-to-back plays, uh, which yeah. is when it came out. But keep in mind, too, Andy Reid started off as an offensive line coach. So yeah. if he knows yeah, the yeah. position well, it's that offensive line. And he knows them all well, but he is uh, really good with those offensive linemen. So he'll he'll go in that room if he needs to and help them out with whatever he thinks they need help with, and they'll figure it out. So I'm not worried about that going forward, but just something to take note of at this point. Right, right. Yeah, and then we have, you know, our wide receivers finally made some catches, right? <laughs> so good. Uh, Travis Never Kelsey's, a doubt. Never a doubt. Right. Travis Kelsey back in the game, got himself another touchdown with Mahomes, became the uh, – set the Chiefs record for the most touchdown passes between two players with Mahomes and Kelsey. So, shout out to them, you know, props on that. That takes a lot of work. Right. So, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I would have thought – who would you have thought hold that, held that record before? If I was just guessing, yeah, I mean it's hard to say because I don't know that we've had any great quarterback for a for long periods of time. But right. if I were guessing, I'd I would guess it'd probably be like Trent Green and and what eighty eight, right? Yeah, probably eighty eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's what I would thought. So I was shocked to hear like Lynn Dawson and Otis Taylor were the held the record previously. So I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, especially well, yeah, because back then in you know the '60s and '70s, they didn't pass the ball. I mean, they did yeah. pass the ball, but they didn't pass it like they do today. They were a you know, and every team was they they were a run the ball team and then pass it to keep the defense honest, basically. Where now right. teams run it for the most part to keep the defenses honest against the pass. You're right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, pretty pretty impressive. Uh, still many more to come. Uh, what What do you think they will get to? Well, they reach a hundred uh, over over under a hundred. Man, well, well, let's jump into this next part, and, and I'll kind of answer okay. this. So, man, Travis Kelsey, he comes back from this injury. He plays in about uh-huh. uh, sixty to sixty-five percent of the snaps, uh, somewhere yeah. right around there. And first off, I was surprised he was in there that much because it didn't seem like he was in there that much every time I was looking for him. But he just wasn't targeted or wasn't the focal point of, I guess, some of the plays he was in there for. But he seemed, and you know, I'm hoping it's just because he's still kind of nursing an injury, but he didn't seem to quite have the step that he usually does. Right. And right. so I'm hoping it's not age. I'm hoping it's just because he's trying to nurse this injury a little bit still, which I'm yeah. I'm sure it's still sore, and so I'm sure he's still kind of trying to play it a little bit safe there. But uh, but man, I'm that made me a little little nervous to be honest. You know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing Kelsey not kind of move the way he usually does and not quite hit those open spots and there's a few tough catches that he usually makes that that he dropped yeah, that, like one or two of those and you know and they're not easy catches for anyone no. even in the NFL to make so no really fault for 
for that. And he wouldn't even consider it a drop, but they're just plays that he usually makes that he didn't make yesterday. So right. that made me a little bit nervous. So, but I'm just going to count it off as a, he's still nursing that injury. And so there you go. I'm going to say they're going to get to hundred because I, I think he's still got, we've talked about this before in previous podcasts, but I think he's still got this year, maybe another year of really high production. And uh-huh. I think he'll stay, stick with the team longer, though, because I think he's going to – I mean, even right now, he's not nearly paid what he deserves. Um, right. And he's doing so because he wants to win championships. And I think right. as he gets older and realizes that he's slowing down, that he'll be willing to take a little bit less just to stick with Chiefs and to stick with Mahomes. Yeah. So I think because of the longevity that he's going to have playing here, you know, as long as he doesn't get any major injury at least, that I think him and Mahomes will get to 100. There you go. I think it was around the third quarter of the game. My youngest daughter walks through uh, the living room and Travis Kelsey just caught a ball and he was running and she goes, dad, why, why is that guy running so slow? And (laughs) I just start, I just start laughing. I'm like, well, he's trying to come back from an injury. And I said, sometimes Travis Kelsey always looks like he's moving slow motion. But no yeah. one can take him down, you know. Yeah. And so, well, I'd say was... even in previous years, that's the case. Do you feel like he always doesn't yeah, look yeah. like he's running super fast, but he's always making plays and getting upfield? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think I think they get over 100. 47, they can do it. Maybe this yeah. year. Uh, well, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Don't a write lot. That. Don't write that lot. down. Don't write that down. Okay, I won't write it down. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot to go to get to 100. We'll, we'll say that, and it's not going to be easy. So it, it's going to depend a lot if on if uh, Travis Kelsey stays healthy. So yeah, yeah. and it depends on how long he wants to play too. If he only decides he wants to play for a couple more years, they're not going to get it. So yeah, depends on his longevity here. So, but uh, then the other side of it is, you know, so Kelsey comes out, has got himself another touchdown, and and these things, but then the wide receivers, uh, Tony, especially, man, he, he, uh, did he redeem himself? Let's just start with that. Did he redeem himself from his first game? I think, I mean, I I think he just had an off day, right? Yeah. Just an off day. I mean, I don't think there's any redemption, uh, there. I think he, like when he first started coming with the chiefs, I think he would, he made tough catches. He made, uh, he made smart plays. And so I think that Lions game was the outlier, uh, for us, even though we overreacted and we're like, man, maybe we need to trade Chris Jones and get some wide receivers, or maybe you know, we need to trade for Mike Evans and get him in here, or uh, somebody you know, uh, T Higgins or somebody like that. But yeah, I just think he had an off day and he just got right back on track. And so, good kudos to him for getting in the film room, getting get extra uh, jug practice, uh, you know, probably working with the homes a little bit after practice and stuff like that. So, uh, it shows his dedication that he wants to be great, and that's fantastic for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, well, I'll give you this stat too, and I don't have the exact number in front of me. I should have, but okay. you know, I'm a professional, so I don't need him. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, not really. I, I'm just, uh, just don't have it. But I heard this on the radio that, uh, the other week that uh, in the last couple years, I think they said the last two years, maybe three years, uh, the person who has the most drops in the NFL is Tony. And so oh, really? no other person has as many drops as him, you know, going back to his time with the Giants even. So, yeah, it, well, Daniel Jones throwing you the ball and Patrick Mahomes throwing you the ball a little different. I was about to say, but it does make a difference <laughs> when he's throwing you the ball. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have a little bit easier of a catch. It makes it harder to drop them too. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I, I'm not worried about him going forward at all. I felt good about him. And he had a fumble, but that one fumble he had, I mean, it was just a great defensive play to come in there and oh, swing yeah. his arm and knock yeah. the ball out. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, you want him to hold on that ball a little bit tighter, but it wasn't just an errant fumble, though. Uh, not like, right. you know, LaShawn McCoy, you know, not to throw names out there or anything, <laughs> but people who just run the ball out beside their right. body and not even tuck it in and then get knocked that way and be like, why am I on the bench? It's like, okay, guy, let's – yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he looked good. Um, you know, I'm I'm feeling good about him moving forward uh in those things. And Sky Moore had a couple big catches, one real big yeah. one on third down for I mean went for probably fifty yards or something like that. And so yeah, yeah. went all the way down into the, the the red zone. And so the Chiefs often scored when they needed to, but they never really got into a rhythm, and and that's what we're no. looking for going forward. Is we need the Chiefs' offense to get into a rhythm. But yeah, if the Chiefs' defense start, keeps playing like this, uh, as we talked about before, this might be Mahomes' best defense that he's ever played with. In, in oh yeah, 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 it's fantastic. And I know we're playing Chicago, and I know they're an NFL uh, professional NFL team. But would you be opposed to like getting Travis Kelsey maybe another week of rest and just trying to get him right? Because it's a long season. And it that's is. what I keep thinking about. And I know we're kind of getting into the weeds here because we're, we'll talk about this next uh, episode. But I'm almost, I mean, just my gut tells me, like, give him our week off of treatment and let him recover. Uh, I know that the Jaguars was kind of a big game. And we kind of wanted, we wanted to win that. We didn't want to go down 0-2 uh, to start the season. And so it was a big win. We got the win. Chicago's a professional team, but they do not, they are not the caliber of the Lions yeah. or the Jaguars. And yeah. so this may be one of our easiest games of the season. Yeah. And, uh, but the other side, you can't overlook any team in the NFL, no, no matter who they no. are. If you overlook anybody, you're going to get beat by them. Right. Every single team in the NFL, the guys are paid on both sides of the ball to play. And right. if you overlook any team, they will beat you. But, you know, to that point, you know, the, the, uh, the Bears are just a dumpster fire right now. They, they have. I'm just. It's just on. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious because you're like, hey, everyone's a professional team. If you overlook a team, you're gonna get beat. But the Bears are a dumpster fire. So maybe just, we could. Maybe we could rest them. <laughs> well, you know, it's just true what it is right now. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and yeah, the reason yeah. is not because they have bad players. They have some great players in Chicago. Oh yeah. But their front office to their head coach has made poor decisions for them. They've hurt their team and their players. Uh, they. There's tell me a, a head coach that has lost, you know, uh, twelve of their last games in the NFL. Tell me a good coach that has done that. Oh, a good coach. A, a good okay. coach that's ever lost twelve in a row. Anybody? Well, yeah. That, no. That's what Chicago has right now. A coach has yeah. lost twelve in a row. So, like I said, they got great players. Even Justin Fields, great player, great athlete. Last yeah. year, the reason they started winning a few games, they're kind of in the middle of their season. Uh, and a little bit to begin because Justin Fields, they were having some uh, plays drawn up for him that he could run the ball, and they're not doing those this year. And so we won't get too much into that. We'll look more of that as our preview for yeah. the Chicago game coming up here. But to your point is, yes, Travis Kelsey, if, if it's going to help him in the long run to sit out a game, I say sit him out. But right. if it's not going to aggravate the injury anymore, uh, maybe it's just painful, you know, whatever the case may be. Then I yeah. say, you know, let him get the rhythm in there. Even if he doesn't play, 
you know, 60% of the snaps, even if he's only in there for right. you know, 30%. You know, let him right. at least keep the rhythm going, even if he's not going to be a huge factor in that game. There you go. Yeah, so here's the question I have to ask. So the Chiefs offense, as we just discussed, has had a slow start, right? So, yeah, uh, I mean, it's just the truth. It's, they've had a slow start. Uh, and so the big start. difference this year in our offense, right, we had a couple new offensive linemen and a tackle, so that's a given. Yeah. Uh, but nothing major. They're They're both – professionals who've been in the league for a long time have had success uh in the place that they've been so it hasn't been anything surprisingly or shouldn't be anything big in that change we lost juju as a wide receiver but and mccall hardman but mccall hardman's basically out all last year <clears throat> anyways with it. yeah <clears throat> yep, excuse me with injury and so you know they have mvso and they have all these young guys that they're now relying on and so the only big difference in our offense is our wide receivers. We lost Juju, and and so we're now relying on Tony and Morse to step up, right? right? And maybe Rasheed Rice, our guy we drafted. And so the only other big difference is we lost Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator. So is the reason why the Chiefs aren't scoring as much, or is the reason why they're in a funk is because they've lost a little bit of their leadership in Eric Bieniemy, who went to the Washington Commanders. How can I put this? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I think it's like the same players. I think you are like a different cast. I mean, like uh, you, I thought last year losing Tyreek Hill, you would take a huge step back, but they didn't take a huge step back. And so I think it's just kind of like, it feels like all, even more so, it feels like you're counting on younger guys than you were the year before with Travis Kelsey was hundred percent. Juju was a veteran. MBS is a veteran who seems to be a disappeared. We may want to put a uh, missing person report out for MBS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I know he was targeted a couple of times, but man, he's like, how do you, how are you on an NFL field and your name? Not anyway. So, but yeah, I think like Rashid Rice is a rookie. You got Sky Moore, basically a rookie. Tony, basically a rookie uh, because they haven't played very much. And so I think it's just taking time to get that chemistry, develop that game speed, and things like that. And so, yeah, I think they'll figure it out. But we've seen the Chiefs start slow. Actually, normally we don't see the Chiefs start slow in September at all. Usually they're, like, up and running. Like, they're blowing teams out. They probably have the, Andy Reid probably has the best September record of all, all the coaches ever. It's usually yeah. kind of like in that, in that middle, of the, middle of the season where they kind of, like, slow down. And so it's kind of strange to see them struggle early, I, I guess I would say. Yeah, so, so, maybe there is, so maybe there is something to your point that Eric being and me being gone – uh, a whole new offensive coordinator who does things differently because uh, Eric Bieniemy has been Mahomes' offensive coordinator for uh, all all starting years. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, yeah. So Matt Nagy, yeah, Matt Nagy, yeah. who's in Chicago before, you know, he was the OC when uh, Mahomes was a rookie when he was not a starter. And Alex Smith, you know, had an MVP year, but he didn't really work with Mahomes yeah. that that much as the starter, at least. So maybe it's trying to figure that, that relationship that needs to get worked out and figured out uh, for sure. And so no, no, I have a complete confidence in Andy Reid and, and Matt Nagy that they figure it out. Yeah, well, I'm not saying they're not going to figure it out, but I mean, maybe Eric Bieniemy was a better offense corner than people or even us gave him credit for. I mean, he was I think in, that's probably true. 
Yeah, That's and, true. and he's in Washington now with the Commanders. They played the Broncos yesterday. And the Broncos, you know, are a team that's trying to be better. They have Sean Payton now. Uh, their offense is still struggling. But they have a great defense still. Their defense is yeah. – now, it's not as elite as it was, say, five years ago. But it's still, um, yeah. at least presumably, we are still learning what every team is at this point of the year. But presumably, it's still – one of the top defenses right. in the league. And yet the commanders hung 35 points on the Broncos yesterday, which is the most points that the commanders have put up on a scoreboard. in I think they said three years and the difference oh. Eric B there now. And so maybe Eric B deserves a little bit more credit than we or others even gave him credit for. Well, I think he'll get a head coaching job now. Yeah, I think you're right. If he continues this trend, especially uh, I think yeah. maybe next year he'll he might get that coaching job. See his head coach now, Ron Rivera, is a defensive guy. So, uh, and he, he's going to get all the credit for the offense, good or bad, this year. Right, right, right. All right. So now that we saw Chris Jones's first game back, he dominated, had a sack, had several pressures, and and uh, affected the game over and over and over again. Made Trevor Lawrence look uncomfortable in the pocket, just. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence just looked like he was trying to just keep his head above water and just couldn't ever get a grip on the game. And so he did what we uh what we expect him to do as a guy who says he's going to be the defensive player of the year, right? Right. And, so, and a guy who wants this big contract. And so now that we've seen him back in action for another game following his uh his season last year, which is arguably his best season that he's had so far in the NFL. What should we do with Chris Jones now? And here's the other side of it that we maybe talk about both of you at the same time is Mahomes just got a new contract uh, reworked yeah. today, right? And so making him the highest paid player over the next four years. And so um, the numbers kind of still coming out on that, but we know Joe Burrow got $55 million a year, and they say Mahomes now is going to be the highest paid uh, year over year in that period of time, and, and it looks like it's going to be fully guaranteed over those four years at least. So – the question is this is how are we going to pay these other guys and namely Chris Oof. Jones this offseason yeah. when Mahomes just got all that money? Or should yeah. we even well, pay Chris Jones or I mean what do we do now? I mean what how he's like what 30 years old? I think you pay Chris Jones at least two more years, maybe three more years. Uh and yeah. I yeah, mean Chris just, Jones will be 30 as, next summer, so he's not 30 yet. Yeah, so I think you pay him three years, give him a three year extension and uh, pay a figure out. Hopefully the salary cap will go up, which I, I presume it will. I mean, the NFL is just printing money in the basement of Roger Goodell's house, you know? <laughs> and <right>. so, <laughs> yeah, I think you would just uh, hopefully figure out how we can pay. But I think the Chiefs kind of have a good system where they're like, there's you need a pass rusher, you need a pass catcher, and you need a pass thrower, right? And so yeah. I think I think they have figured it out. Uh, and so I think you with these rookies and you're seeing Mahomes like even with his greatness. Uh, and I I can't remember who I was hearing, so I won't give him, uh, but it was someone like the Kansas City Chiefs asked a lot out of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Right. They yeah, don't they add, do. like Herb, Herbert doesn't get asked to do this stuff. Joe Burrow doesn't get asked. I mean, I think Joe Burrow will be getting asked to do this stuff here soon. Uh, Josh Allen doesn't get asked to do this stuff, but I mean, like, here you have a wide receiver room that people are laughing at, and here Mahomes is winning games with. Uh, here Mahomes took a team to a Super Bowl, and so I think, yeah, I think he's worth it 
uh, Mahomes go on Mahomes contract, he's worth it uh, to be paid whatever he wants, uh, whether he wants $200 million a year, even though that would destroy our cap, but we'd pay him and say, good luck. You know, we got Andrew and Dale at wide receiver. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He'd probably make us look good. That's right. Yeah, I don't know about that. We, I, I, I will say we might not have the speed or the hands anymore, but uh, no, no, he'd make us look all. better than we are. But we probably still wouldn't be good. So I think I think I'd be good for one play. There like, you go. Right, that's it. That's yeah. it. Once you get one hit from one of those safeties coming in from the deep side, is yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, just takes one big I'm, hit to say, you know what, the NFL's not for me. No, no, it's not. Not for long. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh yeah, but yeah, those. I, I just think I wish we could, uh, and I think like signing bonuses. I think would be great deal. Clark Hunt needs to get the checkbook out, and I know you you mentioned in a couple podcasts ago where he doesn't pay uh, defensive guys the third time around, and so you got like Honey Badger who you didn't pay, you got Eric Berry who you didn't pay, and so there's like a trend here uh, where we're seeing, and so does that you know mean we're not going to pay Chris Jones? Well, I think part of that is they look at their production, they look at the, their age, they look at a lot of things. I mean, look at Eric yeah. Berry. When they decide not to pay him, what did he do after that? Yeah, bone spurs though, bud. Yeah, bone. Yeah, I, he, I know. He was I'm not. Up. I'm not saying that he's not a great guy. He's one of my favorite <laughs> NFL defenders of all time. But were they wrong to not pay him? Yeah. Uh, no, they were not wrong. All right. I mean. Who's who's another NFL defensive guy? I mean, Justin Houston, right? Were they wrong to not pay? Oh him? yeah, that was another one. Yeah. What, what did they? No. What did he do uh, after Tom, he left Tom the Chiefs? Ali. What What did these guys do after they left the Chiefs when they didn't get paid? Houston went to Indianapolis. D Ford went yeah. to Houston. Still playing. Houston is still playing. Houston oh, is playing goodness. for the Carolina Panthers. I actually looked this up just tonight because <laughs> I was watching the Monday Night Football game. I thought, man, there's Justin. Yeah. He's, how old is that guy by now? How old do you think he yeah. is? You're just guessing. He is 37 years old. I, I was guessing around 38. I looked it up. That guy's 34 years old. I thought that guy is he much looks- younger than I thought he was. Much Man. younger. So, but yeah, he's still playing. But that's what I'm saying is I'm I'm all for paying the players if they're going to continue to produce. But right. when, they've, when they've chosen not to pay some of these players, what have they done when they've left? Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. Justin Houston yeah, still yeah. isn't productive, but He's not the productive wow. guy that he w- was with the Chiefs when he had 22 sacks in a season, no. right? So, I mean, that, that's my point. Is as long as they're going to continue to produce, pay them, pay them. But but, but if they're I but mean, if they're not going to produce, yeah. if they're on the downward trend, don't pay them for what they already did. You're not paying yeah. them for what they did in the past. You're paying them for what they're going to do in the future. Right. So that's that's yeah. where I'm sitting at. And even with Chris Jones, right? With Chris Jones, you know, I say pay him as much as you can. Because uh, I think yeah. he's got at least two more great years in him, maybe three. Uh, but yeah. pay him what you can as long as you don't put your team in a position where you can't be competitive for a Super Bowl. Right. That is my big thing and that I've said before and I'll say again is some of these guys, like Mahomes, that guy is worth whatever you want to pay him. Even if you want to pay him $100 million a year and you can only get guys who are yeah. rookies who are undrafted to play with them, Mahomes is worth it. Because he is that good of yeah. a player and makes that everybody else around that much better. But you know, to the same point, you know, some of these guys, I want them to get all the money that they can. I I do, but unfortunately, right. you can't pay everybody. And I 
I want to have a but, team that's competitive year after year, like the Patriots were. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. Tom Brady took a little less to put a better team around him versus the LA Rams a few years ago, went all out, put all this money towards all these guys, won that one year, and then now kind of fallen off and have not been as productive right. as they were that one year. Well, and you got people like Sneed that's going to be coming up, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, uh, Duffy is looking tremendous out there who's going to want to get paid. Uh, sooner than later, I would I would say. So I mean, like the defense, uh, definitely. There's a lot of great players, and so and unfortunately, I'm sure Brett Beach and his team has a number that they're like, hey, we're going to spend this much on defense, and we're going to spend this much on offense, and so they'll just have to figure it out. Yeah, and as they get through this, we've talked a lot before about you know Brett Beach being the best GM that's the Chiefs have probably ever had, maybe the NFL has right. ever seen. If you can figure out this Chris Jones situation, figure out how to get him signed as well as keep Mahomes like the money he just gave him, as yeah. well as bringing other guys to – I mean, he might be the greatest GM of all time. Yeah. Franchise tag, two years. There you go. There you didn't go. let him walk. Chris, Chris Jones would be <laughs> furious, you know. I mean, you he set out when he's under contract. You think he's going to come to oh, camp when he's under franchise tag, but – that's you could do that money. and potentially trade him. Money though, right? It is. It is. So yeah. you could potentially trade him though. You after you do that. So, right. A couple things to take note of too. Just as we wrap up here, uh, we know that the Bengals are now zero and two. You know, a lot of these uh, the <laughs> the Bills have lost a game. You know, these these teams yeah. are supposed to be all these juggernauts for the Chiefs have not quite panned out. And so the benefit to the Chiefs being one and one here, their one loss came against an NFC team. And so that's going to prove out to be uh, a better loss and a loss against the AFC team when it right, comes down right. to playoff seating. So, Chiefs fans, if you're worried after that first week, don't be. All is going we're to be tied right for in first the place. That's right. Tied for first tied, place right now. We're tied for first place right now, and uh, Broncos and Chargers are zero two. Is that right? Yeah. Is that real? Yeah. I mean, those are the kind of teams that you didn't think we we're going to be that way. Right. So, I mean, you saw some teams like the dolphins and such that are going to be taking a run yeah. at it, but uh, yeah, but the chiefs are in a good spot. So no reason for anybody to panic or worry about what's going on with them. All right. Victory yeah. Monday, baby. That's Victory right. Monday. Victory Monday. All right. Well, join us next time in our next episode. We'll preview the game against the bears coming up here this Sunday. Uh, man, this episode is brought to you by Oh Hey Threads, where a portion of every purchase goes to support missions all over the world, one super soft tee at a time. We'll see you next time right here in the Kingdom Corner.